psychotic. What's their names? You can't Frankie. say them. Frankie and Bella. Oh, I forgot to put on deodorant. Sick. That's... Like all day? Actually, I think I did put it on and I had to take a shower midway through the day. Because I just felt so disgusting. Oh, that's right. I've had like this weird come and go migraine. I don't know how to explain it, but it's been, it's been something. I don't know. Let's just make sure. So what are you drinking over there? Poppy. What is it? So is it the fiber It's the prebiotic soda. Yeah, it has two grams of fiber. One of those fibers, and I should. You should because I. Then I could get two grams. So, one of those drinks, I can't remember which one, made me literally shit myself. Not literally, because, like, luckily I was home, but I had, like, my stomach hurt for, like, two hours. I think I called you about it. Was it the Olipop? I think it was the Olipop. Isn't that like I've 40 noticed, grams of fucking it's fiber? It's like 16. And there's a difference in like f- the type of fiber, you know, like. Oh, yeah. What it is and how it will be. So, for example, there's really popular tortilla wraps that are, you know, labeled high fiber. Mm-hmm. And they'll have like 16 Maybe like 16 grams of carbs, 8 grams of fiber. In that form, it's not – that's a processed form of fiber. So it's – it's it's okay, fiber is already undigestible. There's insoluble and soluble. Like that's considered insoluble. So it's going to sit in your gut. It says it does not digest the same. Well, it's undigestible, but it really wreaks havoc on your gut. So basically, it's like not the good fiber, basically, is what it is. Right. And basically, it's just like a marketing thing. So it can say this is lower carb because that's what yeah. the craze of life is to have low carb. My name is Miranda. This is the Better Than Nothing podcast. My well, host and sister. Welcome. This is my, this is, my name is Rachel. Uh, <laughs> yes, we're sisters. We are. Really just on a mission to keep improving ourselves um, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically. Mm-hmm. And along the way, we pick up some lessons and tips that we want to share with you all. And we can all learn together. You know, I'm becoming unbearable in person. I can't help but get all wisdom. I don't Wait, want to. so what do you mean? I don't even... So like a conversation Vito and I were having last night, Vito's my husband, and what happened? We were just chatting about some mental health thing. And I just kind of just, I'm trying not to say too much because it's not my journey that we're talking about. It's, you know, my husband. So uh, what happened? I was just kind of (laughs) like saying... Listen, you got to just work on practicing gratitude daily. <laughs> that, does that sound like me? The answer is no. <laughs> I was telling him, like, there's all these tips and, like, things that I've just started doing that for so long I didn't believe would work. And they have worked really well for me. 
So I just get very philosophical and I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> hey, you're on mute, I think. There's a fine line of when you're in a really like high gross period and you're trying to help people is coming off pretentious. And, right. For sure. That's yeah. the goal. The when you thing- are yeah. just trying to help because like you're having these epiphanies and you're like, I've got to spread the word. I need people to know. I, I want them to experience the peace I'm experiencing. Like, yes. Yeah. It, yeah. That's exactly. It's from a place of love. It just can there. Like I said, there's a fine line. There's a way to go about it. Sometimes people are still like, shut the. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And it probably goes to when you need to ask, do you want advice or do you want to bitch? In the, the case of last night, I think it was more on the lines of guidance, I guess. Okay. So did he reciprocate your yeah, advice? I think, I think some folks in general have a hard time kind of, how do I explain this? Getting the head, like getting that first step is really hard for some people. I think a lot of people, even myself, I was, has, even though I knew I needed to start therapy back in 20s, original a long time ago and then even when I was pregnant I knew that I had a baby coming and I wanted to get this all fixed up in my head and I still was kicking the can and you know now I'm I'm not at that place anymore but it, it's really hard to take that first step like that first therapy session sucks mm-hmm. the second Been one there. terrible and they are not it's really hard it's hard going through all of it however you welcome out on the other side yeah I hear that a lot um I follow this girl um Sydney Adams she's really popular in the fitness space and she she is she wow she goes to therapy she has since she was a kid what's that wow because I couldn't get out my words in time oh I didn't know if that was like her catchphrase or something no that was just me like uh, loading, loading. <laughs> Anyways, um, she talked about it. She was like, you know, I've tried multiple times. Wasn't it just didn't stick for me? And then, what, whatever. This one time, like recently, she's been going consistently, and she was like, it's finally clicking. And she's like, nine months in. So I, it's it uh, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm telling you, being on this other side. Being somebody that just can handle emotions like so much better than before is so cool. Like I'm not perfect oh, yeah. at all. I, I There's so many times where I know that I'm coming off as like this, like holier than thou. And that's not my goal because I fuck up a lot. I fuck up so much. The difference is when you fuck up, you one, own it. And two, you don't let it ruin your day and everybody else's day. That's the difference. Yeah for sure like um i think i i think i'm pretty level-headed in most situations and can see different sides um Mm -hmm. 
And I do think like at times, you know, I can mess up. Where were you going with that? Because I was going to relate and I can't remember where I was even. I went off track. I uh, said it's. You've been holier well, than thou. I'm not trying to be holier <laughs> than thou. I fuck up a lot and I make mistakes. But the difference is I don't. Oh, yes. Okay. You don't. It doesn't ruin your day and everybody else's like. I don't. I'm not trying to take down people with me where I see that is a huge, um, that when others are struggling emotionally, they're trying to bring, you know, misery loves company. They're I trying to bring to others that. down. It's a real yeah, fucking quote. Like it's real. Yeah. Yeah. My brain, I feel like I'm not like operating on all cylinders. So bear I with like me for two days. Seriously. Especially today. Yes. I don't know what is going on. I had this weird, I don't really want to get into this because it's, I don't know how much TMI is on here. We've talked about my butthole. So what's the, what is the TMI here? So I went to go get my ears checked with my doctor, a whole other things too. And that's also included in this like wellness journey is I go to my doctor and I bitch about all of it. No fucking shame. Zero. The slightest ailment, I'm like, Fick, what What do I need to do? Tell me. I'm there. Anyway, so I go there and I'm telling her, like, there's something wrong with my ears. I feel like I have a buildup of wax. I made a TikTok about this, right? The lady at the Why do you – wait, pause, 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 pause. What? Why do you feel like you have a buildup of wax? I'll explain. So I could, okay. like, feel – something in my ear all the time and like I my ears would be like go in and out almost kind of like when you're in an airplane I was feeling that constantly and it felt like I had like almost like swimmer's ear which I've never even really experienced that but it definitely felt like I had like water in my ear but I just thought it was earwax because I know I'm not getting in like I'm not swimming and I'm not sitting under the shower head like you know pouring ear and or water in my ear. Yeah. I, and I was like experiencing some pain. I couldn't quite figure out what was going on. So she looks at my ear and she's like, oh, there's no earwax. You're great. You just have liquid in your ears and that's from allergies. And mm -hmm. I just couldn't, I felt crazy. I felt like, I felt like I was experiencing something that wasn't actually there. And I, I feel like I teeter this line of am I being in a hypochondriac or am I actually experiencing something? And like when a doctor like tells you, yeah, you're, there's fluid in your ear. I was just shocked because that's exactly what I have been experiencing this for. I don't know how long, honestly. So when I was this appointment? This was yesterday. Oh, so you have to go see who? I need to go see an allergist. I also need to see an ENT, and I also need to see a neurologist. What's an ENT? Ear, nose, and throat doctor. Oh. Um, why the neurologist? Migraines. Which okay. could be tied to allergies, because uh, like people will experience allergies, and you can typically see it on their face. You can't see my allergies, and I'm always thinking I have a cold. And I don't have a cold. I have allergies and I get congested in my fucking ears. Is this a joke? So what's what's the fluid that's in your ears? Uh, mucus, like from your nose. Same thing. Disgusting. 
That it's terrible. sounds painful. Yeah. It's terrible. I don't, ooh, I don't envy you. It really it just feels like you have water in your ears and you're in an airplane. Yeah, those are two of like the most painful experiences. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. It really is. So I can't wait to get it figured out. And I just am shocked by the whole bit of that. Yeah, that's just that's just me and my very lucky jeans. The jeans that I don't have. Yeah, Rachel got I don't know where you came from because I feel like I am on dad's side through and through. Probably. Like you're like have to wear glasses. I'm blind in one eye. Yeah. I have a stigmatism so heavy. Gosh. Yeah, so that's it. <laughs> that's that. That's it, guys. I just am a sickly person. <laughs> it's just funny. allergies. Yeah, just allergies. <clears throat> Today's episode, I wanted to kind of follow up on this what I didn't expect when I was expecting pregnancy style. Because while I was going through all of them in the last episode, I had realized while we were recording that there was so much that I missed. And I just had to bring these all up and just let you guys all revel in the bodily destruction, not in the way of, you know, our bellies in midsection. I mean, in the weirdest places, you know what I'm saying? That you wouldn't expect. Yeah, I read through her notes and um, I think people will resonate Uh, and every a lot of women reached out and really resonated with that pregnancy episode so i decided for us to talk about this part two yeah right i'm excuse me i'm excited to talk about it i had sent it to some of my pregnant friends in hopes of i was like am i missing anything tell me what am i missing so anyway let's go right in to number one is heartburn and acid reflux i I had never experienced this a day in my life until I got pregnant with my first and the feeling was terrible and it has never gone away. I have lived now a life of heartburn and acid reflux and it's terrible. So if you are experiencing that during your first pregnancy and you're wondering what the heck is going on, just expect it for the rest of your life. So you still have heartburn and acid reflux, even like post babies? Mm, Yes, constant. (laughs) And we'll get into where, when and where I'll get it. Do you know why that is? Why I get it? It's mostly just foods I eat. No, but why, like, why do pregnant women like experience acid reflux and... So the way it's explained is that your your baby starts taking up more space and it pushes things around and you have less space or the way the food doesn't go down, something around those lines, but it has to do with the baby just chilling in there. And maybe when the, the when the gates open, they don't shut. Okay, that makes sense. Do you sense. experience heartburn? Excuse me. Um <laughs> How convenient. Um, only if I was on like a bender, like a girl's trip and drinking and I've experienced like really? GERD. Yeah. Well, because like alcohol 
contributes to acid reflux. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I've never experienced that. Maybe, maybe I, I don't, I don't know. I probably don't drink the right thing to get that um, acid reflux. I don't, I feel like there has to be a specific drink. <laughs> that too. I am a three drinks and I'm pretty drunk. So yeah, it's like a lot, a lot. So, so number two, now this one's weird. If you have never been pregnant, you probably have never heard of pup. P-U-P-P-P. Pup is an itchy rash that sometimes appears during pregnancy. The letters P-U-P-P-P stand for puritic urticarial papules and plaques of pregnancy. Jeez. What in the <sighs> mouthful is that? I don't know. I've never read that. I just called it pups. So what is pups? In simpler terms, pup rash is a patch of itchy hive-like bumps that form in the stretch marks of your belly and spread in parts of your body when you're pregnant. Pup is a pain, but what? I, sorry, I'm, I'm reading from something and it doesn't make any sense, but it's harmless to both you and your baby. It usually goes away once your baby arrives. Now, I never got it on my belly. From my experience, I had this rash on the inside of my thigh, right on my underwear line. This was an awful experience. Like, it was terrible. And I couldn't even wear pants towards the end of my pregnancy. So I was home from like 27 weeks on because it was like the start of the new year, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. And about like three, no, it was like six weeks. I was, I couldn't wear underwear and I could only wear sweatpants if I absolutely had to wear pants because I had this rash right on the inside. Like we're talking labia rash right next to it. It was unbearable. It was so bad. And my doctor wasn't even convinced it was pup, but she couldn't find any other explanation for it because it doesn't make any sense. And it, I think it went away about two to three weeks postpartum. So it's um, an unbearable, like itchy rash, basically. Yeah. Have you ever had, um, like hives or anything? You probably haven't because you're probably not Mm. allergic to anything. (laughs) Um, not that I can think of what cause, what causes it though? I'm confused. I think the cause is unknown and it can be, I mean, I can Google this real quick, but it's basically one of those mysteries of pregnancy. And there's quite a few of the mysteries of pregnancy. And I mean, you kind of think of like melasma, which is when parts of your skin darken. It's not much of a mystery, but like why it happens, why, who knows? So I'm Googling about what causes pup. And yeah, let me see. Experts don't know what causes pup rash. It might be linked to stretch marks. I didn't get any stretch marks. Sounds like bullshit. (laughs) It is. It really, truly, truly, truly. Well, so if you're pregnant and you've got this weird rash, now you know what it's called. Pups. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And not the good kind. Yeah, just have. No, you have something to look forward to. It's great. It's uh, 
Fantastic. Let me what see. Else you got? So, oh yeah, this is the worst part. Was not only was I healing from a baby exiting from me vaginally, I also had this rash that I had to be careful of during the uh, like vaginal care postpartum. You make me not want to like ever have kids. Listen, I've never, I've never told anybody to have kids. Yeah, you have. You did. You told me. I said I want my kids to have cousins. So however that gets done, I don't care. However, it's looking more bleak as the days go on. <laughs> Between you and his brothers, I don't think anybody's having kids. Not anytime soon. <laughs> no. So, yeah, that was, that was it. So something fun to look forward to. Now, um, well, this let's one... pause for a second what? because actually you, you... We could have had cousins that would have been around each other, but you decided to have children early, okay? You messed with the Listen, flow. I, you know, I wanted to make this TikTok about uh, when you have kids at 21 or when you get pregnant at 21 and you see everybody getting pregnant at 28 and you're just staring like, wow. The sensitivity to sense, flavor, and texture. I wasn't expecting texture, that's for sure. Mm. So that, that never went away. So garlic, I can't stand the smell. I can eat it like a little bit. We're talking like itty bitty bits at a time. If I'm going to season my food with garlic, it's got to be minimal. That's really sad. I, whatever happened during pregnancy, I cannot stand the smell of it. I don't want to smell it on my hands. Nothing. The next one is tomatoes so like marinara chili pizza lasagna things with like red sauce red sauce yes no it is a hard no i will immediately get acid reflux well that makes sense so like red sauce like spicy foods those acidic that that's what causes acid reflux Right. Oh, whoops, sorry. And it never happened before. Mm, I had never so can experienced you not it. eat pasta or pizza without. No. So like when I make chili, I kind of just take what I can and risk it sometimes. But lately, it's just not been worth the risk. If I'm being honest. Wow, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Hate it. I really do. Especially because my kids love my lasagna and I can't even enjoy it. I hard I I take one bite of lasagna and I have heartburn. It's just really mm-hmm. sad. Yeah, I don't I don't uh recommend the You're like validating women, but then you're also like scaring them right now. <laughs> so my next one was avocado. So what about avocado? I opened you know, I'll tell you, I opened and tried to eat one bad avocado during my first pregnancy, during my first trimester. And that experience was so nauseating. I cannot forget it. Now, whenever I open an avocado for the purpose of me eating it, I have to inspect it. And I have to like, we're talking like fork and knife. I am inspecting every bit of it. And if it's not this perfect consistency and flavor and texture and all this, I, I get sick. I, I start like, I, I don't, it's not like a dry heap. I just like gag. 
Like I visibly gag when I look at avocados. When you um, had it during pregnancy, did you get ill? No, it was just, I took a bite and it was very much like on like the end of its life. And I was trying to eat toast and I just like the, the texture of it. Oh gosh. It was just so gross. And ever since then, I just, I taste that avocado every time I taste just like a hair too early or a hair too late of an avocado. It just makes me sick now because I think of that time. Um, I've noticed though with avocados, you could have the perfect one and it could still taste bad. They're just too... They're, it's they're, a wild yeah. card. You never know what you're going to get. Sometimes when, if you didn't know, my kid's favorite, at least Amelia's favorite food is avocado toast and how many avocados I've had to open up and I still just gag opening them up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's yep. a superpower. <laughs> it's something you just got to do. I think I would They're... tell my kid, no more avocados. <laughs> well, now. Until you're making your I... own toast. Uh, when we go to the store and I grab an avocado and it's too soft, I literally gag. That's how deep this thing goes. That's, oh. Yeah. Just for the nausea. So people with uh, that were probably nauseous or had nausea during their first trimester might be able to relate to this because that feeling that when you're like nauseous for like 12 weeks straight, it's brutal. It does a number on you for sure. I feel like you should be having this conversation with someone who's had, who's been pregnant. Cause all I can do is just be like, <laughs> it's so terrible for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, what makes it all worth it is that adorable newborn baby. I I have a, I can't even look at a newborn without just missing like breastfeeding and like laying in bed and yeah, I just miss it. Mm. But we're not here to talk about babies. <laughs> what else do you have next? This one's my favorite, the body odor. I was once a girly that never even needed to wear deodorant. I, before I got pregnant, I don't even think I owned deodorant. That's how much I didn't, I just didn't smell. I didn't sweat, nothing. Mm, I'm sure you smelled. <laughs> mm -mm, I didn't. I did not. I swear. I trust me. I know this because I smell so terrible now. <laughs> uh, so let me explain this. Now I am a girly that has a whole armpit skincare Miranda, routine. Only to stop oh, yeah. reading from your cards. Just tell us what it, what it is. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I, uh, my cards, like I have fucking <laughs> flashcards over here. I just don't want to forget anything. So yeah, I have a whole armpit skincare routine. Okay. Get into it. What do you do? Uh, depends on if I'm shaving or not. So I have actually switched from shaving to waxing, but that's because I have a really curvy armpit and I don't really want to explain this. <laughs> Anyway, so if I, I have to do an armpit mask with a like charcoal kaolin clay mask and I do that for like 15 minutes and then I have to 
take a, what is this called? AHA serum. And I add that. And then I will also have to, I have to put lotion on it too, because it'll dry out the skin underneath my armpit. And then I have to put on deodorant. Do you do this once a week? Uh, like twice. Okay. So is that to help just yeah. like tox, get toxins? I don't know it. I I'm I'm hoping it helps something. Where did you but read every this? time? This is just me trying to get the smell away. <laughs> what the fuck? So you Swear. don't know if it works, or do you think it works? It doesn't. Oh. I can still smell like I don't know what's wrong because like my armpit will still smell like my deodorant after I like scrub the ever living shit out of it in the shower. I there is something I cannot remember it, but like. I'm not even going to say it because I, I know nothing. But basically, like, when you go from a unnatural deodorant to a natural deodorant, there's, like, a detoxing process, like, for your body Correct. to start to, like... Uh, Actually sweat again? Not sweat again. Not sweat again. It's just, like... To be able to wear the deodorant without it, because if you would like natural deodorant, like you, when you first start wearing it, you're like, this shit don't work. Mm -hmm. And I guess to get to that point, you have to like stop wearing, like there's like supposed to be, I know nothing about this, so I'm just really talking out of my ass right now, but there must be something that requires you to do a detoxing process out of your armpits which makes sense because we sweat there so we're eliminating toxins right well you i have i haven't used you know a non-natural deodorant in i i i eight years that's probably why your pits stink How, however here you hang on hang on i did actually try like a, a dove or something one that's not natural and it made it worse Said who? Are your do senses you know ready? You just told me you su you suffer from allergies. Are we like? Are do they? Does it Listen, work? Listen, Vito. I'm not having a conversation with my husband. Okay. No, but I'm serious. Like, is it you or is it everybody else? Like, does everyone else smell it? Again. Listen. I've had the same conversation. He's. You are Vito right now. <laughs> He's telling me it's it. Does he smell it? I'm 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 asking. Does he smell it? He, I feel like he's not biased because he he's biased. Why is That's he biased? He's not gonna. He's not he, gonna. He's gonna lie to you. He's no. He's he thinks he just really likes me and he doesn't think that I smell bad ever. But he's lying. How do you know he's lying? You know, I'm not qualified to answer this. I'm going to be the judge of this because you're doing a lot. What do you get? An armpit mask. <laughs> so weak. I smell so bad. For what reason? So my car where my armpit is, is starting to smell. What? Like in my car, like on the back of my seat, it stinks. What does it smell like? Like body odor? B.O. Mm-hmm. What does mm -hmm. your doctor say since you're taking all of your ailments to your doctor? I asked her about this and she's like, use white vinegar. I said, no. Well, why did I'm, 
I didn't have white vinegar. All I had was apple cider vinegar. So you didn't even take the advice? No. I'll try it. Okay. I'll try it. Right. I'll try it. Miranda, I don't want However, to gaslight you, so I believe you, but... It smells so bad. If I, my friends actually smelled my armpits before. What'd they say? Like, I don't smell anything. See? And I'm thinking, listen. I will be the judge of it. I'm seeing you in like a month and I'll tell you. Here's the best part about it is when it first started, it started only in one armpit. Miranda, stop. It didn't, my left armpit didn't smell. It was just my right. <laughs> I swear. I'm not making this up. I am a stinky bitch. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll believe it when I smell it. You really are going to smell it. And it's so embarrassing. Did you have anything else besides car. body odor? So many people told me about hemorrhoids after labor. And with my first, I didn't experience that. So I thought I was in the clear. But no. I was not in the clear. Uh, I guess a lot of people will get hemorrhoids postpartum. Or like, how do I explain that? You're on mute, Rach. I don't even know what a hemorrhoid but is. It's basic. Oh, I, I honestly don't know what it is. But I had been like, people have like told me about it for since I got pregnant with Amelia. They were like, I guess... I shouldn't say I didn't. Maybe I just didn't know what it was, which is right. I don't even know how to explain what it is because I don't know. But because when you're pushing so hard to push the baby out, you know, your your butthole is not exempt from that pushing. So when you hear about people like pooping during labor. Yeah, I know that that's, that's real. Because, mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, there's so much the pooping labor thing because when you're in labor, your body tries to like evacuate. And so you'll have diarrhea during labor. Great. Some people. Okay. I don't think I did, though. I don't remember. I'd probably be the person who would. <laughs> it sucks, for sure. So, yeah, I didn't expect hemorrhoids. And that's a thing. And I still don't know what they are, if I'm being perfectly fucking honest with you. Do you feel them? <laughs> like, are they painful? Well, I ended up with something worse, which was an anal fissure. So, yeah. What I have is terrible <laughs> these kids just wreak havoc on your body they really do that's why i said i'm not even talking like what you know i hate when people say like babies destroy your bodies because they're referring to like your belly and i think that's so fucked up for one like fuck you why don't you talk about my butthole <laughs> that's like, destroyed because the fact that i just can't shit normal for the rest of my life yeah, yeah, that that's like that's that destroyed my body. <laughs> Do you see this leg? No, I don't see. Well, oh, I thought that was part of a a blanket. No, how cute. Um, I was. We find this spot to scratch them, and he gets so like he's like gonna be mad because I'm not scratching it, and it's like right above their. Like the back legs, like right above, like their hip, like where a hip would be on a human, we scratch right there, and he just goes, he goes nuts. It's so funny. How cute! It's cute. 
Very cute. We're thinking about adopting a, another kitten or another cat. Cat. Not a kitten, a cat. Why? Because one, they're $35. I may as well get five. And two, the kitten is attacking everybody but me. <laughs> Are you being nice to Bruce Wayne? Is everyone being nice to Bruce Wayne? Oh. I mean, apparently I am being very nice to him because he cuddles with me. He wants to be held. He loves me, but he straight up scratches the hell out of everybody. I'm not surprised. I'm fine. They probably like Bruce probably thinks that the kids are like his friends. Like his little I kitten friends. I think so too. Mm-hmm. So I got to go get him a cat. Do you think that will help the problem? Absolutely. Who said? Did you look this, Google this? Or is this just your own theory? Listen, I think my theories are pretty sound. This man just ditched me. He said, I gotta go get my hip scratched. Chad, <laughs> come scratch my hip. Yeah. Did Chad like that uh, edited video of oh, him the bloopers? The... Hold on. Yeah. I don't know if he watched it. But I feel like everybody else did on t- on Instagram. They found that video funny. Okay. Do you remember last weekend you said, hey, like my shit if I know you. Are you telling Chad that? Oh, he, he's, he, will, he always does. He's like my first like. What about the uh, better than nothing TikTok? I never see him. Uh, he might not follow the page, actually, so I can get on him about that. Yeah, get him on on that. Well, Vito never uses it. Like, he doesn't even. Yes, but the only reason he does is he doesn't use TikTok or Instagram anymore at all. And I have uh, to tell him that I've posted something. He does use TikTok because he posts the renovations. Right. He does. He does like posting the renovations. <laughs> He does. Okay. But he's not a scroll. He scrolls Reddit. He's not a, um, he's an old man, you know? I want to know if you're listening, are you a Reddit reader or not? Because I have like friends who were and then friends who Mm -hmm. weren't. And those are very different people. And I need to know, are you a Reddit reader or no? Personally, I don't, I don't really know if I use it that much. I don't. It depends on what I'm looking for because some of their subreddits are actually like really great sources of information, but not a lot of them. I was not a lot. going to try a recreational drug for the first time and I used it for that to find out what the side effects would be. See? See? That's but a great were, source. All of, but all of it, like, was the extreme of what, like, it was all absurd. It was, like, the complete other side of what happened. That sounds right. That sounds and I'm like, right. this, this shit's <laughs> fucking whack. It doesn't even tell you the truth. That sounds actually correct. I, I am not going to tell this story. Never mind. <laughs> are, are we getting a good wrapping point? Uh, last one. This one's yeah. juice, not juicy. It's just interesting. So you can develop allergies during pregnancy and they can be temporary or they can stay forever. Don't know. Or permanent allergies, right? Some of them are temporarily. I was temporarily allergic to my cat. 
Which with cat? my second pregnancy, Dex. That's why you hated him. Listen, I didn't hate him. I just couldn't look at him without seeing Leo, and my heart would break every How time. How are you only allergic to one cat? I don't know. I would pick him up, and my face would just like turn red and start itching and I'd start sneezing and my eyes would water. These are all one of the most like supernatural reactions I've ever heard. <laughs> it is. Yeah. They, you know, no you could science. say that being pregnant is supernatural. It is it's supernatural. a gift of life, baby. It's a gift of God. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, I believe it. <laughs> oh man. So you developed allergies. You were allergic to your cat. It was terrible. Yeah, I would pick him up. And he he didn't like being picked up that much, but his fur, it was like his hair. And it would just... Yeah, Did you have Leo yes. at the time or no? Yeah, I had Leo at the time. And it didn't and I would happen pick him up with and Leo. Nothing. <laughs> just X. sounds crazy. I swear. I swear. Hang on. Temporary allergies during pregnancy. One cat versus the other? Listen, cats have different dander. It's called pregnancy rhinitis. People be just pulling these words out of the fucking dictionary. Absolutely. Do you know what the inside of your ear is called? What? It's like you shouldn't you should You you can something. Absolutely made up. So sometimes those allergy symptoms like a runny nose, itchy eyes, congestion, sneezing, and sinus pressure are usually due to hormonal changes in your body. This occurs mostly in the last trimester, and it's called pregnancy rhinitis. It's 100% what I experienced. That was in my last trimester. And yeah, it only happened with Dex. It could have happened with Leo, and I just ignored it. I don't it's remember. It's probably that. It's probably that. It could be that. But uh, it was worth the suffering. <laughs> Weird. Also, yeah, Dex also had like a ton of hair, and it was just so much hair. So yeah, that was it. Well, thanks for sharing. I think people will uh, definitely feel validated. I hope. I hope I didn't scare off the rest you of did. The, our. You did. <laughs> just come back next week. We'll talk about something else. What do we have planned for, for next the pregnant week? people? It. Um, they will enjoy this episode. For people who are thinking about getting pregnant, they are going to. Sh they should skip next. <laughs> uh, I have a uh, what is it called? Somebody, my friend said your explanation at girl dinner really helped her, okay. and she told me that whenever her husband's not in town, she says that she eats a random scraping of random stuff. Absolutely. And I said, "You're a girl dinner girl." So, is there any more? Um, you know, explanations that you want to give us to us old ladies over here that are out of touch. What is something I usually, I think I already said I would do like, it's like a mac and cheese, maybe like a cookie or something. Like I just would put random, you just go through the pantry and find what you can find. You know, I heard one chick, she was like, I'll do crackers and cheese, maybe some tostito chips and salsa like it's just like mini appetizers i think it's it's just not a whole meal is the point like you just want a little bit of it's everything a snack board exactly 
it's it's i feed my kids the girl dinner people will get it if you're the type of person if you go to a restaurant and you order a bunch of apps and that's your dinner those are girl dinner people you know i'm starting to become that person and it's only because i went to dinner with my friend she said i like to just get one of everything and see what's going on and i experienced that and i well first of all we ate all of it and second of all, it was great. Oh, yeah. Like the when people say like, oh, my God, I could never split a dinner with somebody, blah, blah, blah. Okay, pause. The reason you want to split, like let's say you, so Chad and I, we want to split a steak, okay, like a nice porterhouse. And then we're going to get like six, like, or not six, two sides and then an appetizer and a salad or whatever it is. That's the point. The point is to get more food that you can try at the restaurant. It's not because you want to eat less. You know, like I do this with friends. We'll get one entree, split that entree, and get three appetizers so we can split it all. But it like equals the same if we were to have two entrees and an appetizer or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. Didn't I didn't understand... I just kind of saw restaurant as a means to an end. And now I think of it as an experience. Oh, that is why I love, like, that's one of my favorite things to do is go to dinner because it's like an experience for me. Yeah. Correct. It's not, it's not always been like that for me, but now it is. Yeah. It's nice because like for people like us who cook like, every meal at home it's nice when like you don't have to cook your own food you can sit back and that might it. be it oh 100 i know that that's 100 percent. that's 100 yeah. percent what i'm experiencing if i don't have to cook it i also a little bit snobby who's surprised i won't eat one i won't eat somebody's f- like a restaurant's food if it's not great i'm not finishing that thing and i'm never mm-hmm. going there again because I refuse to go out to eat and I know I can cook a better meal than that. That just pisses me off. There are people that are like that. I have a friend that's like that. Uh, They don't really eat out a lot because they make like very, very, very good food at home. Um, And it's hard for them to have a good experience out because they're like, we can make it better at home. I am not that person though. My food is so simple. Yes. That anything out is like you know, the cream of the fucking crop over here. I hear you. I I do. I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I hate a bad experience while going out to eat. I hate it. I know I do too. It really pisses me off and yeah, it ruins everything, you know? Yeah. So as somebody that was in the restaurant industry, I have no words. Are you drinking a coffee at Five thirty. No. Oh. Does this look like coffee? It did earlier. What is it? No, I found an electrolyte drink. What's it called? Ghost. Ghost supplements. Mm -hmm. Ghost supplements. I think that's what it is. They have a hydration line, and it has like. First of all, it's really cheap. It's like twenty five dollars for a subscription. It might be cheaper than that, honestly. And it has magnesium. It has. What else is in there? Potassium, all the all the mm-hmm. stuff. And it has like a little bit more and it tastes really yummy. So I had to drink it because I was feeling so down today. 
not mentally, just I think I'm feeling the effects of allergies. And I started adding Himalayan salt to my drinks. Good. That'll help you stay hydrated. There's, yes, do that and retain your hydration. It blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you for if you're somebody that when you drink like a pre-workout drink or a creatine, whatever it is, like a flavored drink that is a supplement and it's really hard for you to get down because it's so sweet, mm-hmm. add salt to it. Oh yeah. That has helped so much. I can drink all these supplements now because they were just too sweet for me. <laughs> I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Um, I'm a fucking snob. I don't like this life. He, I this dog like is it. trying to hunt me. Okay. He like thinks you're cute. Yeah. Well, <laughs> stop. Give him a, give him a kiss. Do you give, we got to get off here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. G2G. Yeah, no, this is when, this is when uh podcasts get good. It is, but let's wrap it. I have to go to the bathroom. So, um, you guys know what to do. Okay. Like, Follow the podcast, fill out our poll results, share it to your story. Look, he's trying to help me. Stop it. Stop it. He loves you. We got to get off here. Bye. I got to go. Bye. Have a good night. (laughs)